0: Hello and welcome to Connected episode three hundred and twenty-five. It's made possible this week by our sponsors, Hover, Mac Weldon, and Pingdom. My name is Stephen Hackett, and I am joined by Mr. Mike Hurley. Hello. Hello. Happy sixteenth of December to you, sir. Oh, it's my favorite day of the year. Is it? Nope. Hmm. It's my brother's birthday yesterday, but so today's not important to him Happy either. Happy birthday, Mark. Happy birthday, Mark. And Federico Vitigi.
1: Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you?
0: Your birthday is not this month.
1: Uh, no, but it was this year. And it's just like every other year. That's <laughs> how birthdays work. <laughs> to having a birthday this year. Well, some people, some people cannot say the same, right? If you were, if you were born on a leap year, or if you were born from on December seventeenth to thirty first,
2: you haven't had a birthday this year. yet.
1: Right. Right. That's also a possibility. And if
2: you. Listen to our pre-show, you may be feeling like you may never have a birthday again. So we've got, mm. we've got that going for us, I guess.
0: Okay. Next right. month, Mike and I both have birthdays.
2: Interesting. That is true, actually.
1: Which one is more important? Mm.
2: Hmm. I don't think there is an importance this year. Which both birthday has like them
1: as the, as more consequences? I'm as turning more 35. That feels oh, like a big you are? Number. Yeah, yours is more important. Then Steven's is more important. I'm sorry, Mike.
2: Gosh, that doesn't seem possible cuz I vividly remember your 30th birthday.
0: It was not that long ago.
2: Well, <laughs> got bad news, Mike. He bought a term for himself.
0: I did. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for my 30th anniversary of being alive, I need a 20th anniversary Mac.
1: Mhm. you call them anniversaries?
0: No, I was trying to like connect the two.
1: You the can make it a thing though,
0: linguistically. My birth anniversary? The 20th birthday, (laughs) McIntosh. It's a better name. All right. We have some follow-up, but before we get there, a quick reminder. This is our final normal episode of the year. We're taking next week off, but we will be back on December 30th with the Connected Year in Review. We've already started on it, and boys, a lot happened this year, like way Mm -hmm. more than you remember. Every year, I feel like we do this. very busy tech year. Big tech here busy tech, yeah. So that will be, uh, we'll record live normally on the 30th, and uh, it'll be out after that. And then we'll be back on January 7th, which is a Thursday, one day later, for our annual rickies. So we will grade ourselves in 2020, and we will make predictions for 2021. I've already been thinking about this because I, boys, am playing to win. I have only just realized right now that I need to be thinking about this. It's coming up in just a few weeks. So yeah. So that's kind of our um, the lay of the land for the next several weeks on Connected. Mike, mm-hmm. back on episode 312, there was a bet made that you would buy a Series 6 Apple Watch by this episode that we're doing mm-hmm. now. Have you purchased a Series 6 Apple Watch?
2: Well, boys, I have something to tell you. Okay. No, I haven't.
1: Of course I haven't. How can we believe you? Do you want to see a picture of the watch I'm wearing? Um, no, I want to see a picture of the drawer where you keep all your watches.
2: Well, I'm not at home, so I can't I cannot mm. give that to you. But here's the question. If I would have bought an, a Series 6 Apple Watch,
1: why <laughs> would I not be wearing it? To prove us wrong on the bet and mess with the timeline just so you can come out in a few weeks and say, oh, by the way, I ended up buying an Apple Watch, while, in fact, you already have an Apple Watch.
0: Yeah, who would hide a purchase from their co-host? I don't know. Do you like... Yeah, you would. That's who. Uh,
2: do you... What do you want? Like a picture of my iCloud devices, my Find My? What do you
1: want? I feel like we need Adina to confirm with us that you haven't purchased a watch.
0: Yeah, go get Adina. She's
1: not here. I'm at the studio. Kay. Stephen, why don't
2: you just text her? I will text her.
0: I will text her right now and I will provide real time follow up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so well, I mean I can provide you with the real time follow up. I haven't bought one. <laughs> I
1: have no Yeah, but but we don't believe you necessarily.
2: I have no desire for it and the none of the visual options are as good as the series five white ceramic that I'm wearing right now. Okay. All right. Um, I am now realizing, is this one of those things where like, so many Apple products have found their way into my home this year that maybe Adina has completely lost track of what I do and don't have? (laughs) She's going to be like, yeah. And then that's going to complicate everything.
0: So um, I said, urgent life and death matter. Oh, geez. Has Mike purchased a Series 6 Apple Watch?
2: You are the worst text message. I didn't say
0: that. I said, settling something on a show. Come
2: on. Okay. But that is the kind of thing that you would do. Like you just text someone like, hey. Hey. And then, like, write, like, dot, 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 hey. dot, dot,
0: Hey. I hate to tell you this, but I'm canceling your podcast. I've never done yeah, that to see, anybody. this is
2: the kind of message that Stephen would send to someone.
0: Okay, while we wait for Adina, we will move on. Mm-hmm. Fitness Plus has launched. Uh Mary has used it. I think she may join the show again and talk about Fitness Plus because uh, she is, she got up at, like, 5 o'clock yesterday morning, or no, this morning, yesterday morning, one morning to work out on Fitness Plus.
2: You're not. You don't have fitness right now because you have a broken leg.
0: Yes, that's well foot, but yes, uh, that is true. Oh, Adina mm-hmm. has texted us back saying the latest one. No, the last one he bought was the white ceramic one, like a year ago. Thank you.
2: See, mm. is there anything else that you want?
0: Any other? Pr- well, I mean, you guys could be in cahoots. We're gonna need access to your to your bank account.
2: Do you want me to send a picture to you of my iCloud account, which shows all of my devices in it? Uh, just send your password. That'll be enough
1: just going to have a secondary iCloud account just for the Apple yeah. Watch. It doesn't really matter. Uh, okay, so... I win the bet. I've won the bet. Okay, what happens it. now? Okay, whatever, what happens now? Nothing. Oh. Th- nothing what, Was happens. this a bet without... A it was a
0: bet without consequences.
1: Oh, then it's not a bet. It's just something that we said. was well, something you said, and I said it's
2: not going to happen, and you were convinced about it, and I said it's definitely not going to happen. But I say
1: a lot of things. Yeah. Did I even say this? Did I even say this? I find it very strange. I don't know. I find it very strange that I would say something. Let's bet without a price or a punishment of sorts.
0: That's true. He's into punishment. Oh, my. Apple Fitness Plus and the Apple Watch made to work together. When you open Fitness Plus, it looks for your watch, and it gives you an option that says, work out without watch. And so you just don't get uh, the cool metrics and stuff.
2: Oh, so you can do
0: it then? Only on an iOS device that does not work on the Apple TV. The Apple TV requires you to wear a watch. I don't know why. That doesn't make any sense. It's because the one person working on tvOS forgot to turn this off. I guess so. It's also incompatible with AirPlay, so you can't AirPlay from an iPad like to a TV. People think that is to, I guess, stop piracy of Fitness Plus well, cause content. Because they also
2: have that thing where um, if you take a screenshot, it's just black.
0: Oh, does it like uh, yeah. Netflix and uh, others? Yeah,
2: yeah. It's
1: like uh Fairplay Not really DR. sure
2: why Apple's so concerned about piracy of Fitness Plus.
1: Well, you could screen record a lesson and put it up on the internet,
2: right? But who wants to do that? Because like the internet is full of workout Cheap videos. People? Yeah, but like you don't need Apple Fitness Plus to watch a workout video. You we'll could just go to YouTube and watch a workout video.
1: Right, but what if you really want Apple Fitness Plus? Then you probably pay for it. Mm.
2: I don't know how much of a market there's going to be for piracy of Fitness Plus workouts. I, really?
1: Well, it's better to be safe than sorry, though. Right? There's, you know, you wouldn't believe the extent that some people go to get stuff for free.
2: Yeah, but those people will get these things for free then. You know what I mean? Like right. Everybody knows, right, that you cannot stop piracy. If people want something, they will find a way to get it. Sure. Sometimes you end up making things more difficult for people. Right. Like This is like the whole Quibi thing, right? Like they did this and then people couldn't share podcasts, uh, screen recordings or screen captures of their
1: shows. And then it was one of the reasons nobody cared. But like, do you like as a user, do you really have to take screenshots anyway uh, while you're doing a workout? No.
2: But then that for me is like another reason why like why even bother doing it? Then? You know what I mean? Like why?
1: Because most people who are going to do that are going to pirate the content. So I might as well just put in the 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 the, the blocking feature. What if it's,
2: it's like you want to just record it for your own personal use, I understand.
1: That. Right, and that is exactly the problem that we are having at Mac Stories, but it's, you know, w- what's better to make it easier for bloggers to to take screenshots and screen recordings or to at least establish a threshold where you can avoid piracy hmm. you know potentially for mm-hmm. millions more users so i don't like it i mean it's causing you know trouble capturing that content
2: how are you doing it
1: but i i'm but i'm not sh- well i don't know <laughs> ah. taking photos i guess uh but uh, basically i'm not shocked that you know it's the same of when you're uh, doing a screen recording and you're listening to something on Apple Music, and the music stops while you're recording the screen. Mm. You know, I notice is a thing, but okay, you know, you know, like yeah, you can go to you can go YouTube and and listen to the same song for free. But these companies, uh, they music always music is is different though, because Apple doesn't own the rights to it, so
2: like they're kind of bound mm. into that. By anyway, this is not important. Uh, I haven't tried Fitness Plus yet. I'm I'm planning on uh, digging into it this weekend, um, but I, I am very intrigued. People, I've seen a lot of people talking about it online, and there's been a bunch of videos and reviews and stuff published. And people seem really like into it. Like that, it's that it's well made. That the instructors seem super good at it. I think Apple made a right move in in going out and hiring people already in these spaces, because. There isn't like a this is you know they didn't have to to get people and then train them to to be good on camera and stuff you know it's just like this is what you do you're good at it go for it um, I did notice that one of the videos that one of the instructors um, was a a guy with a prosthetic leg and I thought that was super cool like in the core workout thing I, just a little detail I saw in a screenshot and I just thought that was that was like super cool like to, to normalize that kind of thing so
0: we got big news guys okay. Through the power of Salesforce, Slack has new emoji.
2: But they don't know, do they?
0: Well, that's sort of the, the problem here. So Slack it has rolled out or is rolling out still. Two new like packs of emoji. One is like this alphabet thing, and the other is called remote work. It's like just working people working, doing things at home. But they have yet to support the emoji from now the last two releases. Just yeah, bananas. they're not
2: emoji. They're sticker packs, but they're calling them emoji. And th- for some reason, they're putting the effort in there when they are currently not supporting the actual emoji release from 2019. That's how far back they are. I hate Slack. I hate it. I hate it. That's how, where I've landed. I'm getting so frustrated with it. So that's where I am. Slack is terrible and boring.
0: I imagine a cool, fun-loving, hip company like Salesforce will uh, fix this immediately. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I said not the right way to describe them.
2: I mean, for all we know, they are. We don't know anything about them. So they could be super cool. I don't know anything about them at all. So maybe they're
0: cool. Guys, I have big news.
2: Again? We have more, but It's a lot of big news. It's like uh-huh. hit after hit from you today.
0: Steve has designed me a custom Remember the Milk Emoji or uh, icon. You could just call it an emoji. I, well, a tattoo as well. I'm using it all over the place. So the, it is a cow that I am milking. The cow has Mac Pro wheels on it, which is a little upsetting. Mm-hmm. And I'm milking it into what seems to be a bucket, but kind of looks like a big thing of beer. And in like a little thought bubble, I have a, a milk jug,
2: milk carton. Oh, have you set this as a custom uh, icon with shortcuts? No,
0: because I'm using Todoist. We should set it for that for Todoist.
1: Yes. This is an inc- it, it's an incredible icon. It's an incredible logo. The attention to detail <laughs> is incredible. From your feet, Stephen. This is made in paint. looks like it's little, made in paint. To the little, um, you know, to the little wheels that the cow has.
2: The Mac Pro hooves.
1: Yes. And the the thinking bubble where you're just thinking milk. With a shocked expression (laughs) on your face. Well, he's
2: remembering the milk. Oh, I'm remembering the milk.
1: Yeah. Therefore, I need to milk the cow. It's it's really... This is almost an impressionistic painting when you think about it.
2: Or this is like the... You know, because this has got to have happened to a farmer at some point in their lives, right? Everyone needs to get milk sometimes. You've got to imagine that someone has been milking a cow once and they're like, i got to get milk. (laughs) Right?
1: As you're literally doing that, yeah,
2: yes. you're like, "Oh, this reminds me, <laughs> I gotta get the milk. I gotta get milk today."
1: Oh man, straight from the source. Uh, yes, <laughs> we need
2: some milk, <laughs> or like as you're doing, did I eat the milk out
1: today? just like, oh, I don't know, Stephen. Um, are you going to use these
0: icons? I'm setting it up right now. Oh yes. Most of all, I, I just want to. I just,
1: I just kind of want to know whatever is going on is going on in. Um, with your body, and specifically with your left leg it's and, broken. Your, and your bottoms. They're I broken, guess. we know that. <laughs> because it's all very, broken down You're there. very angular mm-hmm. uh, in the left I mean, part that- of your body, and you're very curvy in the left leg. Thank you. <laughs>
2: uh, hey is getting a unified inbox. Hey. So this was something that was one of the many uh, big innovation. concerns right. that I had about using Hey as a platform in the long run. Um, And I think we all kind of agreed that surely they would add this at some point. And uh, I mean, it's worth noting that, as we said before, the business um, service that Federico is using is not uh, publicly available yet. Um, But they've said that they will be adding in the ability to have a unified inbox for personal and business accounts um, at some point in the future, which is great. I can imagine you're very happy about this, Federico.
1: Yeah, yeah, this is great news. Um so far I'm still using just like a single work account. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have a need for a unified inbox, but I suppose it could be handy for you know the future if we set up a a different user on Mac Stories having shared access with the unified inbox, I guess that's going to be nice. So, yeah. It's nice to see that they're adding more traditional features. I wonder how this is going to work in terms of um accessing like you know sending something to the feed or the paper trail with a unified approach so that's gonna be interesting i'm curious to see how it works in practice but it's nice i I like that they're you know adding features from the old school of doing email so yeah good sign
0: i've made my icon it looks good thank you i'm putting it on my home screen
2: you're putting it on your home screen all right Mm -hmm. i want to see it on the home
1: screen all right let's put that in the show notes you do lose some of the detail uh, at that size. Mm. Like your little hands touching the, you know... What are they called? Anyway, I don't know. Uh, uh, still. Uh, the
2: udders Are they... or is, Isn't the whole thing... Co- aren't they teats and the whole thing is an udder? I think that's how it works. I don't know.
0: Not a farmer. Are
1: <laughs> you sure?
2: Well, I mean, I have an image that would suggest that you, in fact, are.
1: My green field, you and the, and the wheel-equipped cow... This milk in a way. If
2: there's one thing that 2020 has taught me is that I can believe what I see on the internet. And so I I see this, therefore I believe it. You are a milk farmer.
1: Otherwise, how do you think this person, Steve, was able to come up with such an excellent and detailed drawing, Steven? Exactly. Wow! Are so you sure you didn't make this yourself? I didn't uh, make it Steve? myself. Are you Steve? It's super convenient, isn't it? Like, <laughs> no, I hate
0: <laughs> I hate my name being shortened to Steve. It's just Steve Hack. That's this guy,
1: <laughs> Steve Hack. It's his internet persona. No one's ever heard <laughs> he of sends him. In the feedback <laughs> he
2: sent it to me privately isn't
1: it convenient that there's this steve person this is not the first time that this steve person has sent in some feedback that seemingly mm-hmm. agrees with you or supports you steven
2: or makes you look cool like a farmer what's going on steve hack steve hack
0: <laughs> let's let's not talk about listener steve let's talk about listener tim
2: quarry owner tim oh quarry Tim. quarry tim
0: so last week, we had listener, feedback from listener Tim about the iPhone leather sleeve, iPhone leather sleeping bag, fleshy sleeping bag for the phone. And Tim wrote in saying, hey, in my line of work, I often get like sharp things in my pockets and I don't want to scratch my phone up. So we guessed that Tim worked in a quarry, but turns out Tim is a letter carrier for the United States Post Office. It's pretty cool. Out delivering mail every day. How dangerous a job is this? Well, if you look at the picture in the show notes that I'm also pasting into the Relay FM members Discord, which you get if you're a Relay FM member, he has destroyed previous phones. So Tim writes th- Oh my word. But but how? So um, let me finish reading the feedback. It's just lots and lots of paper cuts. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what's happened to this phone? That's right. So postal <laughs> letter carriers drive around in the U.S. in what's called the LLV. There's also a link to that in the show notes. If you live in America, you've probably seen these, the little cute, adorable little delivery trucks. They're old and, like, falling apart. A bunch of them catch fire. But what Tim says is they, because they're they're pretty open, like all the doors open, like maybe you're in a rural area, they seem to get a lot of rocks and, like, sand and little debris in them. And so he shared a picture of his old iPhone SE and basically there's like spots rubbed through the finish, standardized gold on the back. It looks like it's been through a war or something. You don't want that to happen to a new phone.
1: I guess I'm still not sure why are these vehicles full of rocks? That's the part that I still don't understand.
2: People need to mail rocks to each other.
1: No, you can't mail a rock. If you need to, how else are you going to do it? Well, still, though, like, Tim makes it sound like these vehicles are just just full of rocks flying around and entering their pockets.
0: I mean, you can imagine, like, you get in and out of this thing a bunch of times during the day. You can see how the door opens all the way to the bottom and the back, and a bunch of these do get run in rural areas where maybe you're on dusty gravel roads. Mm. You could see, how, I could see how it could happen. Mm. I mean, maybe Tim just needs Velcro on his pockets. It
1: requires a lot of imagination, but yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Sure.
0: Okay. Uh, not really feed follow-up. It is something I selfishly wanted to announce on the show. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to be doing a Twitch stream December 17th. That's tomorrow as I'm speaking now at noon Eastern, 5 p.m. London, 9 a.m. Pacific. I'm going to put an SSD in a Titanium PowerBook G4. It's going to be the fastest G4 ever. So don't want to miss that. Is there a possibility that you're going to break this? No, I'm good at this sort of stuff. Okay. All right.
2: I'll trust you. I guess we'll all see together, right? Yeah.
0: Tune in. The machine works now. Will it work afterwards? It will. So anyways, I'm excited about that. Um, This is filed under the I haven't left my house in some time and weird ideas are happening. This episode of Connected is brought to you by Hover, one of Relay FM's longest running sponsors. When you have a big idea, where do you go? Where do you start? Well, often businesses or projects start with a domain name, and Hover is the perfect place to make that first big step. They have over 300 domain name extensions to choose from. A lot of them are very clever. You can do a lot of fun stuff with them. So no matter what you want to build, there's a domain name just waiting for you to come by and adopt it. Hover has excellent technical support to answer any questions you may have. They're dedicated to getting you online, not upselling you. So it's really simple and clean and easy to navigate. They're not tricking you into things you don't actually need. If you have work you want to show the world using a .design domain, Could show potential clients or employers that you've put time and consideration into your online portfolio. Hover has free who is privacy so the bad guys don't get your information. Monthly sales on popular top-level domains. Clean design. It's really easy to see why Hover is the popular choice for people starting businesses. I have all of my domains at Hover and I never look anywhere else because it's so easy to use. And it's a, it's a great way to discover maybe what domain names are available. So they have this really cool search tool. So if I have an idea for a project, I can go in there, type type the words I'm looking for, and it just takes care of the rest. So buy your domain and start using it today. Go to hover.com slash connected and get a 10% discount on all new purchases. That URL one more time, hover.com slash connected. Make a name for yourself with Hover. Our thanks to Hover for their support of this show and Relay FM. All right, there is a new version of iOS 14 out in the world. What is in it, guys? App Clips. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're here. <laughs> that, that is the big new feature of iOS 14.3.
0: Wait, I thought App Clips were already around. Well, App Clip codes, I what
1: does guess. that mean? The QR code, the fancy The fancy, special, QR, codes. The fancy uh. QR codes that Apple... supports for app clips you can now scan those and um, you get the pretty animation
0: it's been funny i haven't been collecting them for follow-up but we've gotten quite a few tweets and emails from people seeing these out in the world now
1: i think
2: people are just seeing them all in one place it's a gas station it's like some gas station or something
1: yes i think it's been the it was the same gas station for literally everyone who (laughs) sent (laughs) a note to us so yeah congrats. To Apple for shipping App Clip to one gas station no, in America.
2: Little did you know that 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 one App Clip just turns your phone into a Bitcoin mining system. So oh yeah, everyone that sent that to us—that's what your phone's doing now. It's just mining Bitcoin.
1: That is an unfortunate um, consequence. Yes. Yep, Sorry about that. <laughs> so um, App Clip codes can now be generated by developers. They can make stickers with them. They can share them as images on social media, and you can scan them from the camera app or via the code scanner that you can add to Control Center. Now, besides that big change, um, 14.3 also comes with support for Apple Pro Raw, which is Mm. the new raw format that you can shoot pictures with on, on your iPhone 12 and 12 Pro. There's this really good overview of what ProRAW is and what it does, and RAW photography in general, on the blog of the Halide Photography app. Mm-hmm. Um, the developer Ben Sandowski has done a really excellent overview of the format, what it does, and sort of a what does what does Apple mean when they say you get all the benefits of RAW plus the computational photography aspects that um, the iPhone camera can capture and process. Um, so, go check it out because it's really well explained, really well done.
0: Yeah. Uh, Austin Mann, famed yes. iPhone photographer, did a really good piece on yes. when I think I thought it was particularly useful. When is the right time to use it and when it may actually work against you? So, we'll have that in the show notes too
1: and and the visual comparisons that Austin did are also really well done you can see like you can literally see all the details that you cannot have in the jpeg or hic version of a photo and you see more details after processing pro raw um so go check it out because it it, it really helps to visualize at a glance what does it actually mean in practice um the other feature we mentioned this before uh apple fitness plus this also uh, requires watchOS 7.2 if you're going to use your Apple Watch and tvOS 14.3 if you're going to use it on an Apple TV uh, you can sign up for Fitness Plus from the Fitness app which is now also available on the iPad. On iPad it is not a pre-installed application, you need to download it from the App Store and uh, just like any other uh, apps made by Apple that you can delete on your device, you can also find them as individual listings on the App Store. Um, Why do you think they did that? I don't know. I don't know why. I mean,
2: I can assume it's like... It should be pre-installed, right? It's on iPad. That they're doing for like antitrust stuff, maybe? I don't know. But like, it's inconvenient, right? (laughs) Like, whatever. But yeah, Yeah. yeah, fine.
1: The other feature is big changes to shortcuts and adding um shortcuts to the home screen mm-hmm. um before uh, we well, get into
2: this one though there was yeah. also the wallpaper one right that stayed that's actually in the shipping version now that you can change your wallpaper is
1: that true did that stick oh yes yes um the set wallpaper action yeah uh, is now including shortcuts i have a i have a pretty sweet update to one of my shortcuts coming based on this action um and I should be able to share it this week on the site. Nice. Um, so there's set wallpaper and also there's new edit actions for editing reminders, contacts, and calendar events, I believe. And then the change to adding icons on the home screen. If you are among the people making custom icons for launching apps on your device...
0: Yeah, like Steve.
1: Like Steve and, and Stephen, <laughs> who are also the same person. Same
0: person, yeah. It's not me.
1: You'll be happy to know that you can now create those shortcuts, and add them as icons, and when you tap the icon on your home screen, it doesn't redirect you to shortcuts first, it launches the destination app directly. And if you have these icons from previous versions of iOS that you created them in September with iOS 14, the new behavior will apply to those old icons as well. So just update to iOS 14.3 and when you tap those custom icons, you will be taken directly to the destination app um, that the shortcut wants to launch, you will Mm -hmm. not see shortcuts um, opening first. This also applies to utilities that allow you to install custom icons, not via shortcuts, but via um, profiles, via Mm -hmm. via custom profiles on your device. However, Apple made a change during the iOS 14.3 beta. So up until beta 2, I want to say, they removed the redirect behavior when changing the icons for system apps as well. So I was able to create custom icons for Safari, Photos, Apple Music, built-in Apple apps using a utility called Icon Board. And those icons on 14.3 Beta 2, they were not doing any redirect. So when you tapped on the custom Safari icon, Safari opened directly, which was awesome. Um and then Apple made a change in beta 3, I, I believe, where they, um, they went back to the old behavior. Now you can, uh, if you want to use Icon Board or other utilities for making How custom does icon icons. Icon Board work? What is this? Icon Board, uh, it lets you create, uh, it's a visual editor for making custom icons on your uh, iPhone. And uh, it lets you create icons for third-party apps uh-huh. and for system apps. For system apps, it needs to do a redirect where you tap on the icon, you see icon board for a second, and then you're taken to Safari Photos or whatever. For third-party apps, it's basically uh, a fancy URL scheme launcher. You're just saying, uh, I want to launch Twitter. I want to use this icon. And you create a profile and you install the profile and then you have a custom icon that opens Twitter. And for third-party apps... You don't have any limitations
2: yeah i don't like the the profile installing thing. oh yeah
1: but it's fine you're literally just installing like a web you can take a look at the profile f- file and you're literally just installing like a web clip that's all it does do you have to install a profile for every app? no what's nice about icon board is that it lets Ooh. you create multiple pages of custom icons um, like you have these multiple home screens in the app and yeah. you can you can create, say, 10 icons um, and then you can install them all at once. And then it just drops them on your home screen? Yeah, on the last page. And then you can place them wherever you want. And so what I've been doing is okay. for some third-party apps, I've created custom icons and then I've used the new iOS 14 feature that lets you hide uh, an application from the home screen. And it's uh, and it sends it to the app library instead. So I have marked as hidden the default icons for stuff like Twitter and Slack and Good Task, and I'm using the custom icons instead. I purchased a bunch of um, icon packs from Michael Farrope has a really nice set called Juice and uh, Vidit from the LookUp team. Um, as a set called uh, Steeth or Aesthetic, I think. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of people making really beautiful sets these days. And uh, and I'm using Icon Board to, to install them. There's also a shortcut that I didn't make, uh, but you can find it on Reddit. You can find it on Routine Hub. It's called Icon Themer. And this is quite impressive because it's a shortcut that does the same. Like it creates profiles and it lets you um, create, profiles with custom icons entirely via shortcuts and at the end you you have a profile that is open in safari and you just you just say install and you and you can even back those you can even back up those custom profiles created via icon themer to the files app and so what i did was i exported my custom profiles from icon themer on the iphone 12 pro and i reimported them on the iphone 12 pro max that I received yesterday. Um,
2: uh, that's, yeah, because I assume that this stuff doesn't nope, sync very well. Huh? It
1: doesn't. And my hope was that when that thing happened, when Apple made that switch in the iOS 14.3 beta, um, when they said uh, you cannot install custom icons for system apps anymore, if you had installed them before, they kept working. So uh, I was on the 14.3 GM or Release Candidate and I still had my custom Safari icon and my custom Apple Music icon and they kept working because I had installed them before the change in the beta.
2: Why... What's the reasoning for this? Why can't I have a custom icon for Safari? It's it's silly, right? But that's BS, though, right? Because it what is. Apple was saying that their icons are more important than anybody else's icons. No, and
1: especially like the Safari. Have you seen the Safari icon? I mean, it's uh.
2: no, but it's like, oh, we won't let you change our icons, but everybody else's icons go crazy. Right? Like, go do what you want. Go wild. Like you can just go for it. Like really, what what I they should like do?
1: What they should do is they should have a native system for changing all the icons you want. They should have a theme or
2: Well, I feature. think that this is probably going to be the main feature of iOS 14.
1: They really should consider it because yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it. Designers, they care about the icons that they craft and work on. I totally get it. But you know, millions of people like to customize their stuff and you know. I think it I think they should Give it to the people, this this option. Like from settings, imagine like a simple page where you go in, you see all the apps and you just, you know, change icon and you pick an image or you pick a file and you're done. That's it. No shortcuts, no profiles. That's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. So I, I, really, I really hope that they enable this option next year. Uh, you know, using shortcuts, using profiles is really a clever workaround. It's a clever hack, but it could be... It's, could be so much better. Anyway, um, yeah, so in 14.3, uh, launch, uh, and, but this thing with launching shortcuts from the home screen, it goes beyond icons, right? Um, all, all kinds of shortcuts that you want to add to the home screen as an icon uh, can now use Compact UI. In fact, one of the main reasons w- that I think I, I sort of uh, s- uh, stopped using my own Mac Stories uh, shortcuts icons was. The limitations around compact UI. It used to be that uh, those icons they would take me to shortcuts first, and I was kind of annoyed and I was kind of sad um, because it meant it meant that I had to use widgets. But widgets are not as compact as uh, as icons. You know, in the in the same slot of a small widget on the home screen, I can fit four shortcuts icons. And so now I'm happy again, because it means we can keep working on the Mac Story shortcut icons, we can make new ones, and they have the same functionality and the same speed of widgets, which is great. I meant iOS 15, by the way.
2: Let me ask you about the custom icons that you're using. Yeah what why are you doing it are you doing it because you were testing it are you doing it because you were testing it now you love it or were you doing it because you really wanted to change the icons
1: you know what uh, i mean i really like the idea of personalization myself as a as yeah. a as a thing um and now that it's possible i'm more inclined to do it just like i was inclined to do it on mac os when it was easy to do like years ago stuff like candy bar for yeah. example that made it so easy to change icons and i was so into that um so there there was that component. But it's also the fact that some of the icons that I have are super ugly. Like the Safari icon, I really can't stand. And now it's back on my home screen and I don't like it. The hey icon with the scribbled hand. I mean, come on. Is that an icon? It looks like a drawing from, from a, you know, one year old. I really don't get it. Like, wh- why is it a scribbled hand? It's so ugly. And so I just, uh, I took one of um. I believe I'm using one of Vidit's uh, email icon. It's a really pretty icon with the with the at symbol in the middle of an envelope. It's really nice. So now I have a decent icon for hey, and uh, yeah, it's it's mostly about just customizing stuff, making it my own. i putting in icons that I like. I kind of gr- you know kind of grown tired of of we've effectively had the same icons since 2013 with iOS seven. For things like the App Store and uh, Safari and Reminders. I guess Reminders changed to an extent, but, you know, those icons are kind of boring and designers are doing more interesting things with depth and sort of like Big Sur-inspired designs. So, yeah. I've been using this setup for like uh, over a month now. Uh, It's not like I was testing it and now I'm going to... you know, the performance is so good now that all you lose effectively is um, the ability to long press and use the quick actions. What well, used to be like the 3D touch quick actions on I the home screen. I don't use those anymore. I, but I don't use those anymore. So I used even more, to. I used to, but now yeah. I don't. And so even more reason to say, you know what, I'm going to use the custom icons and I'm, mm. not, uh, and I'm not losing anything effectively. All right.
2: I've been thinking about it, but for me kind of have this feeling that like I know they're going to make it a pain for me at some point and it's like that idea of like well if you move to a new phone they don't move over
1: yeah that's one that's one of the problems even if you yeah. restore like I did this yesterday I restored from a backup but those certificates they don't move over which is the unfortunate. thing
2: that I think I've been more interested about for myself is not necessarily the idea of a custom icon for an app but a custom icon for something inside of an app that I can get to with shortcuts.
0: Hmm.
2: So like opening an app to a certain point or opening a certain note or something like that and having app icons for those as opposed to like having a new Slack icon or whatever. Because I think one of the things that I've found is like If I'm going to do it, I probably want them all to be in one style. And I've yet to find uh, a pack that I could do all of the apps that I have on my home screen with. You know, like like how you have kind of like mixed two different packs together. Yeah. I kind of feel like I would maybe want one pack. But like that's just going to be a thing that over time...
1: I thought um, about that. But when you think about it, but when you think about it, when you install apps from the App Store,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you're installing icons made by different companies, made by different designers. So it's always being like you're using different packs when you think about it.
2: Yeah, I see that point of view for sure. But I, I do feel like if I wanted to do this, I would like some visual consistency mm. between them all. But I don't know. But then you end up in the situation where, like you did, you might have that one that you don't like. And then what do you do? And then you're back to square right. one again. So this is something I'm keeping my eye on. But I wasn't on the beta train, so... I wasn't able to play around with it until now. And and I did do it last night just to test. And I was like, oh, this is actually quite cool. So it's something that I have, I'm like keeping an eye out for now as other applications start, sorry, other designers start uh, creating different packs and stuff like that. Or existing designers keep adding to their packs, which I think is also a strong possibility. I mean, Stephen's already doing it with Todoist anyway, so (laughs) he's all set.
0: (laughs) This has never really been something that I'm super interested in. Like even back in the day with like Candy Bar where you could do this with Mac icons, not just app icons, but like things like in Finder and you could go all the way down. And I just never really, it never really worked for me. Part of the reason, Mike, like you said, that it feels fragile in a way and maybe it's going to break at some point or just be a pain if you have to replace your device. But I'm generally... why like, it works,
1: why no, do I, I enjoy I know. it?
0: And and honestly, I think with this, it may be different. I mean, Candy Bar lasted until Mountain Lion, which seems like a miracle. But I think on iOS and iPadOS, Apple may embrace this and actually make it easier. But it's just like a layer of stuff on top of the OS. And I don't know. I don't really care enough to like... Does the
1: notification not bother you, Federico?
0: That would bother well, me. Well,
1: No, because when you use um, certificate-based utilities, you don't see the notification. Mm. You only see the notification if you use a shortcut-based approach. Mm. And also another reason why I don't like to do that, because I I tried that and I was so annoyed by the notification, by the banner that confirms Mm -hmm. the shortcut, that I, I, I went looking for other solutions like the next day. It's like no, no way. That, you cannot even dismiss that that thing. There's no setting to hide it. You just you're forced to see. Even if you've tapped the icon like 200 times, you're still gonna see the banner that says, "Hey, you ran this shortcut." Yeah, go <laughs> Good figure. <job>. I did. <laughs> uh, what about
0: so, app badges? Because you don't get badges on these, right?
1: No, you don't, and it's a it's a feature, <laughs> the way I see it. <laughs>
0: see. That's that's what's gonna break my to doist one for me because to oh, is one of the few you keep apps badges that I love the Just for your task
1: manager, yeah. Oh no, but no, stop doing that. No, I need to know how much I've left
0: to do during the day.
1: No, use a widget or you just open the app anyway because you're opening the app anyway. You don't need to see the number. The number just causes you anxiety. So you either just open the app which you do anyway, or use a widget which at the very least it gives you the context of what the things are. Just seeing the red number puts you in a state where you know you have things left to do, but you don't know what, which makes you even more anxious. So you either just tap the icon or use a widget, which at the very least, it gives you some visual context of, like a visual preview, so you know what it is. I should be a productivity productivity coach. This is what I'm going to do next. I'm going to be a productivity guru. Perfect. And teach people how to use icons.
0: It feels like a limited business, but maybe it's not. (laughs)
2: I don't know. I feel like I've made a pretty decent living out of it at this point.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: this episode of Connected is brought to you by Mac Weldon. When it comes to holiday gifting, it can be hard to know where to start. But with Mac Weldon, it's super easy and simple to find something great no matter who you're shopping for. Whether it's their warm knit tops, undershirts, or Sunday lounge pants, Mack Weldon has men's basics that are guaranteed to keep everyone on your list comfortable. I love everything I have from Mack Weldon, from uh, shirts to those lounge pants. It's just, it's all quality, it's all comfortable, and it's really easy to incorporate it just right into your wardrobe. Whether you're shopping for socks, shirts, hoodies, underwear, polos, or active shorts, which is still a funny name to me, I have two pairs of them. They're actually fantastic. Mack Weldon promises comfort and a consistent fit so you and everyone on your gift list can look and feel great. From working out, going out, going to work, or on a date, Mack Weldon is for everyday life. With a wide range of customized fabrics, your garments will keep up with you no matter what your day looks like. Don't forget to join Weldon Blue, their totally free loyalty program. Level 1 gets you free shipping for life. Once you reach Level 2 by spending $200, you get 20% off every order for the next year. Mac Weldon wants you to be comfortable, so if you don't like your first pair of underwear, you keep them and they still refund you, no questions asked. Win the gift-giving season and get 20% off your first order by visiting macweldon.com and enter the promo code CONNECTED. That's macweldon.com, promo code connected for 20% off. Mac Weldon, reinventing men's basics. Our thanks to them for their support of the show and Relay FM. All right, so we're going to talk about our impressions of the AirPod AirPods Max.
1: Just one of them.
0: Just the left one. Uh, Federico, I think you have the, the most to say. So I think Mike and I are going to go first because. You're like testing things with gold monster cables, and
1: or we can have a conversation. It doesn't have to be a list of people. That's also very true. That's also like very it's true. a podcast. It's not a you mm. know.
0: So can can we start with the case?
1: But you can start. Yes.
0: Okay. I want to start with the case because it's it's dumb and embarrassing. It's um. It's really bad.
1: It it it's really. It feels like it's made of a scraps from the magic keyboard (laughs) it's (laughs) i i I really don't get it it's um it's kind of it's dumb and the the single like we we talked about like uh, the fact that it has magnets and i mentioned how it's it's interesting that you know keeping that Ultra low power mode to preserve battery, but also to make sure that you never have to turn off or on the headphones. That's super nice. But because it appears to be based entirely just on a couple magnets inside the case, I'm really keen to see if at this point uh third-party companies can come in and make actual protective cases that also have the same magnets and which align the same way so that you keep the same benefits of the smart case made by apple but in an actual protective case design because right now it just feels like you're putting these under you know you're tucking them in. You're like, yeah, yeah, you go, little AirPods, go to sleep. <laughs> and it's like, you're not... And you look stupid just holding them and walking around with them. It's like, I don't get it. You have this little... You've made this little bed for your headphones and you're not really protecting anything. And um, so, yeah, I hope that... I saw a tweet by MKBHD. I still have to watch his review. So he really potentially mentions mentioned, mentioned this, in this in the review as well. But because it seems to be based on a couple of magnets inside the case then i guess somebody else can copy the design make an actual hard plastic case that protects the headphones but also keeps them in the low power state so that you have the same benefits in a much better design
0: the thing that i just find so baffling about it is that it it doesn't offer hardly anything in terms of protection like the no. aluminum is exposed but i think most critically the fabric across the headband is exposed and I mean that feel that we're going to talk about this in a second, but that fabric feels like it could be damaged pretty easily by something sharp, and then like then where are you? Uh, like what? Do you, then what do you do? So I agree with you. I think that uh, we're going to see some third party cases for this that just put magnets where magnets need to be for them to go to sleep, and we can all forget this terrible nightmare of this case.
2: For me, my it's it's my only knock on the product. Like it's the only thing I don't like. Um, Well, there's actually a a slight thing, which I'll get into in a second. But like this is the thing that they have included that I think doesn't necessarily cheapen the product, but doesn't make me feel better about it. Um, I feel like just a case that covers the most. Uh, fragile parts would have been way better and, and in the review that you'll see Federico that MQBHD points out that I really like is like even the case doesn't like it doesn't even line up properly like the lightning port that is a cut out for the lightning port and it doesn't line up properly it's like it's, it just seems cheap like mm-hmm. it's not good like it's really not good I mean, I, I'm using it because I have it. And so, like, I'm just going to keep it in my bag. And I'll just, when I have my AirPods in my bag, I'll, I'll put it in this thing. But as soon as somebody comes out with a better case, I'll get it. But, like, if I was going on bigger trips... I would try and get something, even just like a drawstring pouch, to put them in instead, because that would at least stop the like the headband and stuff from potentially getting damaged if it was in a little bag, like even like a little drawstring bag, uh, as opposed to this one, where the only thing that it's protecting that could get damaged is the part that can be replaced, which is the ear cups. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I-, I will say the case design does lead to a funny side effect. Speaking of the ear cups, so listen to this.
2: Yeah, I did that today. <laughs>
0: you can squeeze them and all the air comes out of the phone yeah it's weird
2: yeah it's very strange the other thing that is a is a slight knock for me is like I cannot believe that they didn't put MagSafe on these things for charging
0: oh so you could like lay them down on top of a puck
2: no you just clip the puck on one of the ear cops I don't know why I have to charge this thing with lightning like it seems so strange to me for them not to have found a way to make that work like it's it's really I find it really weird.
0: Like I mean, it seems like the the engineers who are in charge of charging products at Apple all hate each other. So they have yeah. some people products charge over USB C, some charge over Lightning, some get max safe, some don't get max safe. Get, like, get on the same page.
2: Yep, I really think that this. I mean, I I can't work out why they didn't build this with that in mind. Like I, I really think that that's something that they should have had. Like because it's. It's just like a weird omission to me that I have to like my my other AirPods charge with a MagSafe charger, like and they're just these little things, and they've made that work. So there's surely space in the ear cup to put a wireless charging coil mm-hmm. in there. It's just strange to me. Like whatever, It'll be,
0: it's it. My my you know, only. Not to defend the the move, but the, the only thing I think that may have been a factor is that drivers are basically magnets, and mm-hmm. I wonder if there would be mm-hmm. some sort of issue with wireless charging when you've got these big magnets inside the ear cups.
2: Yeah, I mean, they said that they managed to shield the wallet. Yeah, yep. that's Yeah, true.
0: it is. I mean, I'm just saying, like, that could be a factor, and maybe it was. But uh, on the whole, though, like, Apple needs to get this, Charging situation under control, like just move everything mm-hmm. to USB C, rip the band aid off. Yeah, and look, some stuff gets wireless. Go the USB
2: C and where you don't have a port have it work with MagSafe, but yeah. like Lightning needs the gold now. It does, Lightning has had its day in the sun. We were very happy to have it, it was great. You know, at the time when everything else was terrible, you know, like, remember when Lightning was introduced, all of the other charging solutions were like, they were one direction, is omnidirectional, like you'd only plug them in one way, right? It was all like USB or USB mini, uh, micro USB, all that kind of stuff. But now USB-C is vastly superior. Clearly Apple agree for some things, mm-hmm. right? But not everything. Um, if, if, you know, these, these headphones should have had, they should have USB-C on them. And then I wouldn't be so bummed out about it, but it's like just super annoying to me. But anyway, um, outside of that though, I absolutely, I love them. I love them. Hmm. I mean, look, I've had them for like 30 hours um, and I've been trying to put as much use into them as I can during that period of time for all of the things that I would use my headphones for. So more music than I would typically listen to, but like that's really the best way to tell how good or bad they sound right is by using music um i've watched videos i've listened to podcasts all that kind of stuff uh and i would say that like yeah, you know, they're very easily the best headphones i've ever owned um like for, for listening to things like i have nice headphones you know like the the headphones that i use for uh, recording right now the bear dynamic dt 770s they're really nice headphones but they're not like they're not tuned in the way that these are. At least they don't sound that way to me. Um, they just, I, I absolutely adore the way that they sound. They had that thing that I mentioned before about like I could hear things in songs that I didn't think I'd noticed before. I definitely had that experience. Like the uh, the, the clearest one to me was listening to Last Night by The Strokes and there was a guitar strum that was like in the, just in the right channel that I just never heard in the way that, I heard it through with these headphones and like, that's the experience I was looking for. Like I wanted a rich sound and I wanted it to be like for there to be complexity to the sound and for things to be separated in a really interesting way. Honestly, the, these remind me both in the way that they sound and the way that I feel about them. They remind me of the home pod, which I guess makes a lot of sense. Right. But like the experience that I've had listening to music on these things reminds me of what it's like to listen to my music on a HomePod, where it's like this sounds really good and good in a way that the products that I had before, like the Amazon Echoes, did not sound right. Like the the Echo that I was listening to music on before was like one of the cylinder Echoes and I replaced it with the HomePod. It's like this is so much better. And I know I'm not the best judge of this. Like I frequently make the jokes. Right and like about if the music's tinny and what the mids sound like and all that kind of stuff. Um, Because I, you know, I I do honestly, if you think you can hear that kind of stuff, great. I mostly think that that's baloney, honestly. And I I do think that a lot of people don't know what they're hearing, but they just say it's one thing or another. But like, there's absolutely no way for you to know how I hear something. Right. It's like really, it's like a very hard thing to communicate to people.
1: Well, but the the fact that That you don't know what they mean doesn't mean that they don't exist.
2: I never said they don't exist. I said, what I said is, I think a lot of people that say that kind of thing don't know what they're talking about i'm not saying everyone i am very much believe that you because the way that you explain things to me is different to that like i i feel like i watch a lot of youtube videos and there are a lot of people that tell me that like oh there's good in the mids and there's tinny on the high end and there's low frequency on the bass end and it's just like i feel like Like it's the terminology that
1: you don't believe like
2: it 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 No, I just don't believe that everyone... They just feel like empty words. Yes, because Mm. I can say Mm -hmm. that stuff and it has no context. Right. It doesn't mean anything. Right. Like, you can't tell me, like, these are tinny. What does that even mean? Like, do they sound like I'm listening to music through a tin can? Like, what is tinny? Like, my point is, like, there's no... Right. I, I do believe that a lot of people that say that stuff, not everyone, but I believe a lot of people that say that stuff picked up that phrase from somewhere else, and then they just use right. it. So you'd be happy
1: like, that I prepared some practical examples for you today. That's what I want, though, right? <laughs> and it's
2: like the way I explained it, of like, I feel like I could hear a guitar in the right channel a little bit further right. away than normal, and it's like, I feel like you can understand kind of what I'm getting to when I say stuff like that. Or when I say that, like, the sound is rich, it's like, I can hear lots of instruments, like there's yes. complexity in it, and it's like it's not, like, usually, uh, like, if I'm even if I'm using AirPods Pro the music is is like it's kind of flat like the amount of different instruments it kind of feels like it's been squished together because there's only so much they can do but with these with the airpods max because they're covering my whole ear the music's coming from different places so they mm-hmm. have the ability to make it sound that way you know like i understand way more when we've made this show before but like people talk about the sound stage but like, I get that a lot more That's because it's like, understand, I think. yeah, it's like imagine musical instruments far away from each other. Yeah. It's like, all right, that makes more sense to me. But like, it's just like, I, I do think that a lot of the reporting around headphones stuff and, and the way that headphones sound. Yeah, well, I, I, I just don't think that it's possible that every single tech YouTuber can know
1: how to do this honestly most of it is like rehashing press releases as well yeah
2: right <laughs> yeah. And, but but anyway my, my the point the point that i'm trying to make is i think these things sound really great
0: mm-hmm. yeah i agree with the mm-hmm. sort of home pottiness of them if we can use that as an adjective i think they sound more similar to the home pod than anything else i've experienced at least federico i i definitely want to give you the stage
2: the right to talk about this stuff the sound yes. stage
1: okay but so, no, wait uh... but, but uh,
2: wait <laughs> wait so i think two things are going to happen here right uh i think this could go very long potentially and i also just want to make sure we talk about some of the other features of them and then i want to hand over to you and i want you to give me what i'm sure is a very well prepared experience with these things is that okay
1: I've only, had a, I've only had a few hours with them, but I think. Yeah, I, but
2: still, I know you've got more to say than me already. I think. Like I've, I just, I've, I've seen the notes, so I know it. Okay. Right? Yeah. So I just wanted to touch on a couple of other areas, and then yes. I want to I hand over to you. Transparency mode is absolutely unbelievable.
1: Really well done. Really, It, it is feels
2: like. Incredible.
1: M- it feels like even more of an enhancement of natural sound yeah. than on the AirPods Pro. Like like I'll, give you
2: your, a, a, I'll see if I can give people an example of this, right? You know, if you, if you rub your hand, like your fingers on your hand, right? If you hold that really close to your ear, you can kind of hear a sound of like your skin rubbing together, right? Yeah. You can hear that incredibly loudly
1: with your hand kind of like at your waist. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I noticed this when I was typing today. Like yeah. the 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 sound of my fingers hitting the keys was louder than it normally is, and that I- mm-hmm. that it's because I had transparency mode turned on. So yeah, totally. So
2: I first heard Gray reference it this way with the um, original AirPods Pro of calling them like AR, right? That it's mm. like it is like augmented reality because it is. reality is being changed around you. It is. And I heard John Gruber mention this when he was talking to Matthew Panzerino of like we think of AR as just visual, but it's it doesn't have to be, and it isn't. It's like it's just using technology to change our reality. And I, I had a thought of like if I could get a hearing aid that gave me Apple's transparency mode, like it is in the AirPods Max, I would wear it. Because I genuinely hear things clearer this way. And like similarly, right, like if there's a piercing loud noise, like if there's a siren, transparency mode adjusts that for you. Like my hearing is better in every possible way when I use these headphones. Like I found that way for AirPods Pro, but it is significantly more on AirPods Max. Like the transparency is incredible. Noise cancellation is also, of course, vastly better. I think we all would have assumed this. I I wasn't expecting transparency mode to be so much better. I assumed noise cancellation to be much better. Um, I'm still not sure if it's too much for me, because I've always been a bit weird of that. And I know, Stephen, you've had the same, so I'm keen to know what you think. I think so far it's comfortable, but I think it's right on my edge of comfortability. I do wish Apple would let you tweak it. All of the other companies let you tweak it, right? Like Sony let you use their app to tweak it. Bose do the same. I wouldn't mind just being able to bring it down just a little bit, but they don't let you do that.
0: Yeah, I I feel the same way. I really disliked the noise canceling in the AirPods Pro. Mm -hmm. I don't mind it on the Macs, but I don't think I could use it for super long. So like last night, I used them for a couple of hours, and had them in noise cancelling for probably like an hour, which is way longer than I've ever made it. But And it didn't make me feel sick, but I just felt closed in. And so I eventually mm. just turned it off. Um, and that's easy to do, thankfully, with the, the button on the, the right ear cup. But you have so to... So much
2: better than the squeezing.
0: Way better. But you have to go into settings and tell it that you want off to be an option by default it just goes between transparency mode and noise canceling mode so you have to tell it that off is an option that you would want and uh, also in those settings you can reverse the direction of the digital crown for volume and i think they have it backwards by default where you're rolling it counterclockwise to turn the volume up which is not how volume knobs generally work generally there you rotate it clockwise yeah i
2: kind of get it though because like uh, away from me seems up, I don't and know. behind me seems down. I, don't which know. Is how I changed got it, it immediately because yeah. I, I couldn't.
1: Same, same. Yeah,
2: I'm trying to see if I can get used to it, but I feel like honestly, I feel like I would have the problem with this that I do with USBs of like I'll always do it the wrong way the first time, no matter which way around I have it. Like,
1: <laughs> I think I changed it because my brain made the association of raising volume therefore going up Mm -hmm. should be clockwise
0: yep yeah
1: not counterclockwise because clockwise is what happens when time goes up right Mm. and i find it strange that they set the behavior to be the opposite to be counterclockwise i don't get it i'm
2: not super keen on pressing the crown Because I
1: always adjust the volume a little bit. It pulls my hair, (laughs) I've noticed. Oh! (laughs) Which is uh, interesting. Uh, I will have to to see how I can get used to it.
2: Um, You're going to have just a tiny bald spot, right, on your (laughs) right-hand side, just above the digital crown (laughs) as your hair is being pulled out slowly over time.
1: (laughs) The crown spot on my head.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that part on the top of your head called your crown? Yes, it
1: is. I know because... um, I've been listening to Silvia Pilates videos. Yes, it is. Oh, uh,
2: because you've got to reach up through the crown, haven't yes, you? Yes, towards the sky. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yep, yep,
0: yep. Yeah, it's uh, it, that is a little bit of adventure with with longer hair. I, I came in from work yesterday, and uh, I've been wearing them here in the studio for a couple hours. And Mary was like, "Did you uh, do you uh, wear headphones today? Because apparently, I had like a flat <laughs> spot across my hair and then around my ears." Uh,
2: oh, because you have the away. big
0: poofy hair right now, don't yeah, you? Yeah, my hair. Yeah, I haven't gotten a haircut since March. Mm. Really? Really? Where, I'm not going to go get a haircut during a pandemic. Oh, you can you can do it
2: at home. Yeah, I've been. Athena's been cutting my hair.
0: Yeah, I mean, Mary cut my hair in March, and then
1: I've just let it go since then. Interesting approach. Did you get in a, in a fight?
0: Yeah, but you've you've done that
2: anyway, though. Like this is this is the thing. Stephen Hackett cannot s- adjust to any hair based style for more than six days. Right. Right? Like, you change it so much. You grow your hair out, you cut it all off. You grow your beard huge, you cut it to a mustache. Then you cut the mustache off and then stubble. And, you know, you are very flexible with your hair in a way that I think most people aren't.
0: This episode of Connected is brought to you by Pingdom. Do you have a website? Uh, What's on that website? Maybe a shopping cart or registration form or contact us pages? If you've answered yes to these questions, then you need Pingdom because nobody wants their critical website transactions to fail. This means a bad experience for your users and could mean lost business for you. But the good news is it's really easy to set up transaction monitoring with Pingdom. It will alert you when things like cart checkouts, forms, and login pages fail before they affect your customers and your business. Pingdom will let you know the moment any of these have a problem in whatever way is best for you. So if Relay FM goes down, I get a push notification and a text. You can customize how you're alerted and who is alerted depending on the outage severity. Pingdom cares about your users having the smoothest site experience possible, and if disaster strikes, you'll be the first to know. It's super easy to get started. Go to pingdom.com/relayfm right now for a 14-day free trial with no credit card required. And when you sign up, use the code CONNECTED at checkout to get a huge 30% off your first invoice. Our thanks to Pingdom for their support of this show and Relay FM. All right, Federico, you are in the situation where you can compare these directly to a bunch of other headphones. I'm not in the situation. Mike really isn't uh, either as full. I
2: don't have good music headphones.
0: Yeah, you don't have good music Mm. headphones. Federico has like a, a Walkman and a a DAC and listening to OG Vorbis files. So as the... Flack, not Og Vorbis. I feel guess. like uh, you didn't have to correct me, but you did.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, Og Vorbis, Really? What kind of person do you think I am?
0: I don't think I understand the burn I committed.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I feel like the type of person that knows it's not Og Vorbis is the type of person that would correct you about that, you know? Mm-hmm. So
0: Federico is that type of person. Actually, guys, the bits are arranged in this order. So
1: <laughs> how long is this to continue? Mm-hmm.
2: How much how much
0: bits are lost in the lossless? If I've less than, lost then how much
1: lossless? Near lossless. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you've been comparing this with some of your other yeah. stuff. What is uh what's what?
1: Mm. So I I tested this for about five hours this afternoon. And um, today I so I compared the airPods max to mm, my Sony headphones and I had two kinds of Sony headphones. Uh, the first uh, pair of headphones, the XM4, so the standard Bluetooth Sony headphones that you know most people seem to use and know about these days. Um, these are standard Bluetooth headphones that I can use with my iPhone and my iPad, and I can stream Apple Music, and they rely on standard uh, AAC uh, Bluetooth-based uh, connection. So nothing fancy, just Bluetooth headphones made by Sony, which also have active, uh, active noise cancellation. And the other comparison that I did was um, streaming the same... Uh, so picking one song, listening to the version... Uh, on apple music with the airpods max compared to the same song which i own in in lossless format via my sony walkman and my sony mdr z1r headphones which connect via a an uh, four by four uh, four point4 4 millimeter jack balanced jack balanced cable would be the correct can name. you
2: give a very brief overview as to what on earth that last part meant the balance you- cable? Yeah.
1: Uh, so a balance cable is a, first of all, it's got a 4.4 millimeter jack. So it's chunkier than a standard uh, 3.5 millimeter jack. It's bigger and thicker. And uh, what the balance cable tries to achieve is better channel separation between the left and right channels, where the cables, in the wires inside are physically separate and there's room for, um, and I'm let put it this way there's more room for audio therefore you're trying to better separate the two circuits and uh you know achieve more clarity in mm. what reaches the left ear cup and what reaches the right ear cup essentially okay. yeah um but yeah it's a, it's a shorter chunkier cable basically so i i also chose some songs to to like try and do these tests and I tried to make them different enough from each other. So to get a good sense of like the kind of, uh, the kind of acoustics and the kind of performance that I was getting from these headphones. So I tested all You're dreaming of by Liam Gallagher, by Liam Gallagher, his latest song, uh, kind of a, an acoustic ballad featuring, um, piano, acoustic guitar and backing vocals, plenty of backing vocals and horns in the background. Um, slow dancing in a burning room by John Mayer. So, and, you know, uh, uh, really warm guitar and bass line um, in this one. Exile by Taylor Swift and Bon Iver, um, the Long Pond studio version. And I chose the studio version because I wanted to compare the... I wanted to listen to the sounds and the, uh, try and see what kind of performance I would get on the AirPods Max. Uh, especially for Taylor's side where they were performing the song in the same room. So Taylor singing in the room together with the person, I believe it was um, Jack Antonoff playing the piano in the same room, which is different from when you're recording, you know, and mixing separate tracks, like the piano player goes in, does their track, and then the singer goes in, does their track, and then you mix everything together. This is more like the Beatles used to record albums, you know, everybody together in the same room. so I wanted to listen to that, see what kind of performance you would you you would have on the on the via the headphones. Uh, Set Day" by FKA Twigs. She's an um, an amazing performer, and this song in particular features um, this sort of uh, ambience at the beginning, together with a very clear um, with with Twigs um, vibrato at the beginning of the song, which carries a lot of detail. Uh, The way that she sings and the way that she modulates her voice and her pitch, especially in the first portion of the song before the bass kicks in, I wanted to listen to that detail. Like how much of that vibrato can you still get when you listen via Apple Music and the AirPods Max and when you listen to the lossless version? And lastly, I tested I'm not okay by My Chemical Romance, because it was like kind of fun, messy, punk rock song that makes for a good uh, test when it comes to distortion at high volumes, which is what we talked about last week. Like, when you play something loud Mm -hmm. at maximum volume, how messy does it sound in terms of, like... Can you still make out the individual parts, the individual instruments of the track? Or does have, does everything sort of blend together into this loud machinette, like this loud mess that you get from most headphones that are not particularly good?
2: Oh, on that, on that, I, I, I have listened to them really loud and it was exhilarating. Uh, yeah. Like I went up to the maximum, but it's still, I mean, I, I don't know about the claims that Apple make about the distortion, but it sounded better than I would have expected
0: Something about the, the loud volume, too, is that they do bleed more than I thought they would. So I had Mary listen to them, and she cranked it basically all the way up. I was like, oh, I can hear very clearly just sitting next to you what's mm-hmm. playing. I mean, I figured there'd be some leak, but it surprised me how much there was.
1: Uh, I'm, tr- I'm going to try and make this not a not a drag to listen to. Uh, but basically, the comparison between the AirPods Max and the and the Sony headphones with the lossless setup i just feel like it's kind of unfair because obviously like and i wasn't i was expecting this obviously i still come out preferring the sony z1r headphones with well, my i mean you should
2: you know, have right whether they like four times the price or something
1: yes yeah. but it's like the, the it's the whole setup of like the headphones and the player and the lossless source of audio um but I, I want to give you some examples because otherwise you're just talking about the mids and the highs and the treble and it, and it doesn't really explain what you hear. Um, so basically, what I noticed when comparing the two is that a lot of details and by details I mean sounds they get lost when you're listening to wireless audio. And if they're not lost, they're at the very least they're so quiet you may not even notice them. So for example, in in um, in "Slow Dancing in a Burning Room" by John Mayer, at the beginning of the song, in the first verse, there's a there's um, rhythmic guitars in the back doing and there's another guitar that goes does that note that chord, and you when you hear that via the you know, high resolution format, you can f- you can hear that that second rhythmic guitar perfectly. And you can hear the strum on the guitar and and it, it you know it's part of a it's part of the part of a bigger hole obviously in the first verse, but if you focus on that sound, you can hear it mm-hmm. and on the airpods max that those two chords from that guitar they just kind of disappear in the background they're very very. They feel small in a way that maybe that's the best way to describe it. Or um, the baseline in "I'm Not Okay" at the beginning. Um, you, you can hear that on the AirPods Max via the Walkman and the um, Z1R. It feels like its own thing like it's warmer it's louder and it feels like you can more easily discern the baseline from everything else you can tell you can obviously you can hear the baseline on the airpods max in that song but via a different setup because you don't have compression because you're playing high resolution audio and because honestly those are better headphones for you know high fidelity it's more easy to tell oh yeah i can totally hear the baseline i Mm. and also the sound is slightly different. It's like a more, it's it's a warmer sound, I would say. Um, the in the vocals of "Sad Day" by FKA Twigs, um, the vibrato at the beginning, for example, when she says "It's a sad day for sure," that part uh, with the AirPods Max, you can f- you can hear it, you can feel it. It's it's when they say thin. Um, or like it's it sounds small um you, it's very faint basically uh b- with my headphones it almost feels like you're sitting in front of twigs when she sings and you can mm-hmm. you can imagine like the you can visualize i don't know maybe just me but I, I can visualize the the movement that her throat is making when she does the vibrato at the beginning of the song like you can you can feel the air moving when she sings, in a way that it feels very, very close to you. So almost like you, you you're putting your your uh, your ear next to the microphone, basically, where she's singing mm. into. That's the effect of like it. It's the difference between hearing a song, like hearing a very good singer on TV, and hearing a very good singer in real life. Like the how how powerful a voice can be when you hear it in real life. That's sort of the effect that you get right. via that setup. Okay. Now the XM4. See uh so the, now these
2: are the these are your more run-of-the-mill. Yeah. Everyone can buy them kind of. Not
1: everyone, you know what I mean? These are the the Bluetooth Sony headphones that mm-hmm. a lot of people know. Uh you know these are popular. The Bose quite comfort 2 are also popular. Beats headphones, obviously, are popular. I also have uh, Beats uh, Studio headphones, but I didn't try them today. Uh, but I, I do know how they sound. Um, so the XM4 are interesting because uh, they are lighter uh, than the AirPods Max, obviously. They're also made of plastic, and and I'm kind of torn about them because, in a way, they are more... They are easier to use. You can fold them. They are lighter, um, but they're also cheaper in a way that the AirPods Max are not. However, I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about the headband design of the AirPods Max yet. Not the design per se, but I guess the materials being used, the, the fabric part, you know, mm-hmm. at the very top of the headphones. Uh, it's more flimsy. It's, it's, more, it's thinner, than I than I would have hoped. And I have some serious concerns about the durability of that part of the headband at the top so of So
2: this is like the mesh part? The,
1: the mesh part at the top. Okay. It's very thin and it feels like you could poke a hole in it with a pencil. You could definitely do that, yes. Right? And I'm not sure like the moment you're going to put this in a bag if you're not careful or if you leave them on your nightstand and your cat or your dog or whatever plays with it that part, I don't think it's even replaceable. So I, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I get it. It's totally comfortable. I don't feel the weight on my on the top of my head. For example, as much as I do with a, the with a Z1R, like, these are more comfortable, I think. At least at the top of the head, um, you know, the, 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 the big Sony headphones that I have are still more comfortable on the ears. But on the head, I prefer the AirPods Max. However, that material... We'll see in in a couple of months. We'll see in six months, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Still, um, so the XM four. What I noticed uh, playing the same songs is that they are they can get slightly louder than the AirPods Max. They have a more pronounced bass overall. I think that's the, kind of the sound that Sony designed to to decided to go for. And I, I don't have any EQ. Uh, feature turned on, by the way, I don't like to use equalizers. So I just, in the Sony app, in 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 the music settings on iOS, I always keep the EQ disabled. Um, but I would say that the, the XM4, they can get la- slightly louder than the AirPods Max and they have a more pronounced bass. However, when I tried to listen to I'm Not Okay, at full volume... With the XM4 and the AirPods Max, the XM4 sound like a mess, <laughs> and the Air- And that was the moment when I realized, oh, Apple's claims on distortion were actually were actually right. true, because on the XM4, the beginning, the the the, the, the intro to the song, it's uh, and something came to mind when I listened to that. It's like the XM4 are like when you're watching your friend's punk rock band. Play live in a garage, and the airpods max is is a balanced sound that you get while listening to a CD um, basically on the Xm four everything sort of blends together at full at full volume and you get like this huge loud mess of you know the drums and and the and the and the, and the two guitars and the bass um, mm. it's It's very loud and messy. It's like sh- you hear that when you hear that distorted sound of all instruments together in that kind of music that's what I mean it's, got- it's messy mm-hmm. on the AirPods Max you 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 retain the balance of it where you can tell that the drummer is really going for it <laughs> and the bass player is really going for it and there's two loud electric guitars but if you focus just you know on, on the overall sound, it doesn't... You, you don't hear the distortion that comes when everything blends together. You can still make out the individual parts of the intro, right? Instead, on the XM4, it's, very, it's just very loud and very bassy, uh-huh. uh, essentially. So uh, that, to me, was uh, was the moment when, when... And obviously, I listened to a bunch of other songs after that... Um, but on the AirPods Max, compared to the XM4, which is a comparison that I think a lot of people will do, I think the AirPods Max have a what well, you said, Mike, have a bigger sound stage in the sense that the sound coming out of the XM4, after you try the AirPods Max, it kind of feels constrained. Uh, it kind of feels like it, it's the sound is happening within this very enclosed space, which is the headphone. And on right. the AirPods Max, you get that illusion of, yeah, it feels like sound is playing in a bigger room, which means I can more easily tell the the instruments apart, the different sounds apart. Um, and that was really interesting to see because obviously Sony has a lot more experience than Apple, you know, Apple, again, excluding Beats, um, in making Bluetooth headphones and wireless headphones. And... Uh, this to me already sound better than the XM4. I don't have any Bose headphones, unfortunately. I've always been a Sony guy, but to me, these sound much better than the than the XM4. The XM4 have, again, s- perhaps slightly louder volume, uh, more pronounced bassline. So if you're into that kind of style, that is not as heavy-handed as the Beats sound, but somewhere in the middle of of. AirPods Max and Beats, that's where the, the XM4 stand in terms of bass uh, performance. Um, but overall, like based on my taste, I, I tend to prefer like warm and balanced sound. Um, I really like the way that the AirPods Max sound. And in fact, I will say that in terms of like if, excluding my Sony Walkman and the wired app phones. Uh, considering the Beat Studio, I have Beat Studio 2, Beat Solo, and Beats Studio 3. Uh, today, I tested the XM4. Before the XM4, I used for over a year the XM3. Um, I, In the past, I used the Sennheiser Momentum Wireless. A bunch of other headphones that I sold that I don't really remember at this point. Uh, but to me, the AirPods Max are the best wireless headphones that I tested in my life, I think, so far. Um, they sound well i I cannot say incredible because when I say incredible, like my the other headphones that I have, they sound incredible. These are well, really you can say they're incredible for what
2: they are for what yeah. they
1: are. Yes, these are the best wireless wireless headphones that I, that I have at the moment. Some I have some questions about the design itself, especially the non-replaceable headband that is really a concern to me. And I guess it's too bad that they don't have a, you know, that they're based on lightning. They don't have an analog port for wired audio. Have, have, have you tried the cable? It works, but it still converts everything to, to digital. And when I, when I tried to do that, I tried to plug in the AirPods Max into my Sony Walkman. Mm-hmm. I, the volume was really low. And I got better performance out of it by doing um, straight Bluetooth from the Walkman to the AirPods Max. And in fact, I know, strangely enough, I noticed that the Walkman connects to the AirPods Max using SBC as the audio codec, uh, not AAC, which in theory my Walkman should support. So I don't know. It's quite strange. Um, still, it sounded better via standard Bluetooth than using the Lightning to audio jack cable.
0: It's ridiculous that that cable is not in the box for something this expensive. Yeah. And it's also the thinnest wimpiest cable I've ever had from Apple. It's junky. It's very
1: bad. Oh my God, yes.
0: It's like if you go into a gas station and you buy like a USB to lightning cable to charge your phone in a rental car. And it's like, you just know it's going to break after three days. That's how this cable feels. It's what, $35 from Apple and not in the box, which is almost as insulting as the case is.
1: I would say overall, are they worth... Five hundred and fifty dollars. Um, I I think my answer depends on whether you are really whether you really bought into the Apple ecosystem. Obviously, like if you just have an iPhone, I don't think you're the target user for these headphones. But if you are an Apple person with like an iPhone, an iPad, and a HomePod and an Apple Watch. And if you're the kind of person who likes the homepod sound, like the way that the homepod sounds, so warm and balanced and detailed, but not too opinionated, I guess would be a good word for it. Like, doesn't go crazy on on you know when you're listening to rock music, it doesn't go crazy on the guitars, and when you're listening to hip hop and 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 rap, it doesn't go crazy with the bassline and and, and, the, and the beat. It's right there in the middle. So if you're the kind of person who likes clear and balanced sound with a bit of warmth to it, then I say, yes, these are worth the price because for wireless headphones, I think they have really, really, really good sound, really good performance. And obviously the integration with iOS and Siri and uh, the now playing screening music Obviously, you're getting AirPods, right? So instant connection and switching between devices and all of that. So I I would say, and I feel pretty good about this, even though I listened for just a few hours, I would say these are my, my new favorite wireless headphones. I think I feel pretty comfortable saying that.
2: So these would be then the headphones that you would be wearing for the majority of your music listening, yeah. is what you're saying? Yes. Because yes. those headphones that you have those those wild. are very
1: sp- very specific headphones for that when, is like, an
2: intentional decision you are making to listen to music on those headphones because you need hardware and cables and blah 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 right? like it's not just a
1: thing like when i want to relax and i have 30 minutes for myself and it's like too short an amount of time to play a video game uh but too long to just you know waste time on twitter basically uh it's like yeah i can go for a few songs and uh, i you know, I take out my Sony Walkman and I listen to some music. Mm. But I just do that, right? It's, it's something that i rediscovered over the past couple of years. Of like, what's, when's the last time you just, you sat down and you just listen to music without doing anything? to music that way. I, I know. Which, and I used to be the same. And most yeah. of the time I do the same, right? Because when I have wireless headphones, I'm doing something else. But it's just the idea of like, yeah, I want to listen to an album. And do nothing else. Uh, my dogs are sleeping. Usually maybe Sylvia's doing one of her classes or she's not around. And I do that. Like my dog's sleeping next to me and I just listen to some music. And it's beautiful. But I do that. Like it's a very specific occasion, if you will. Like yeah. it's very intentional. So yeah, most of the time I'm going to be wearing the AirPods Max, I think.
0: What about you, Mike?
1: Oh, I mean, I've spent all this money on
2: them. I mean, darn right, I'm going to use them. Uh, but they are the best. I mean, as I said before, though I don't have any wireless headphones. Like I have my AirPods and I will continue to use my AirPods all of the places that I will use those. Like I'm not going to use these things when I'm out in the street because, oh, by the way, the weight.
0: Yeah, it's a lot.
2: So they're heavy for me. I think they're within the realm that I'm good with. As I said before, like I use heavy headphones quite a bit and i don't notice it when i'm sitting down but when i get up to move i feel like they're gonna fall off like i only notice them when i'm moving around i don't know if you guys noticed a similar thing yeah but it's like that that's when i notice the weight of these headphones is if i'm physically moving other than that i'm i'm totally fine with it um, but that's that's the experience that I've had with them so far. But yeah, I, I'm really happy with them as a product because ultimately, it's pretty much exactly what I expected. Like, I'm not that I have no surprise from this product. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was expecting them to sound really good, and uh, shock horror, they sound really good. Um, and for me, as a as a I would say like lay headphone person, they blow me away. But I. I don't have what else to compare it to, um, realistically.
0: I'm a little on the fence. Uh, I like the way they sound. I'm not super blown away by the comfort. I do feel like I'm pretty sensitive to things, like, squeezing on my ears. And the weight doesn't bother as much as I thought it did. I agree with you. Like, last night I was sitting at the dining room table wearing them, working, and then I got up and, like, oh, they were... Very heavy when you start moving your head around. But they are a little tight. Uh, and I've adjusted them a bunch. And I'm going to give it some more time. But I'm not I'm not positive I'm keeping these. In fact, I think if I had to make a decision today, I would be returning them. From the comfort perspective alone.
2: What is it? Because the reason you would comf- return them is because they're not comfortable enough. Is that is that it?
0: And again, that may just be me. Okay. So what would you be looking for? Lighter? Uh, lighter and less... Like horizontal pressure, like around my ears.
2: See, I almost feel like they do not grip me enough around the ears. So, like the headphones that I'm used to using, the Beyerdynamic headphones, they
0: support themselves
2: by just clamping to the side of my head. Yes,
0: I tried those for like three minutes and sent them back a couple of years ago for that reason.
2: So I'm much more used to that, and I almost wished that these headphones would do that more because even on the lowest. Setting, I feel like they don't hold on the top of my head enough. Hmm. I've always found this. I think I have a narrow head. Like I don't have a small head, but I think my head is pretty narrow because I've always, like, I've always had to think, like, why do these headphones stretch so much? Like I've always had headphones at the lowest size, always. So, So I'm Ernie and you're Bert, I guess. What? Do you guys? Do you guys like stretch the headphones out? Like. You you like you extend them a little, yeah, a little. You see, I mine are at the bottom, and I wish they were a little smaller.
1: Uh, yeah, like like one and a half centimeters, maybe. Yeah, I have nothing. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
2: Narrow head mic, they call me. Hmm. So there you go. Look, uh, these are going to be a divisive product. I think price or no price, they would have been a divisive product anyway. I'm not surprised about that. But they're hyped for sure. They are hyped. It's one of those funny things where like, yeah, they're expensive, but people really want to get the content about them. People want to know all about them. And I really love them. And my feeling on the weight is I will report back. I I don't know if I can have enough time with these to understand if if I'm going to be comfortable with it. Because one of my issues is I get neck pain quite a lot. And my neck is sore today, but it could be a completely unrelated thing for me. So, I don't know. As I say, I don't think it would be difficult for me to adjust to these, though, because, honestly, they're not that much heavier than a pair of headphones that I use for multiple hours a week, every week, which are the headphones I use when I stream. Like It's like tens of grams of
1: difference, at most, between the two of them. So
0: Anything else? I think we're going to be revisiting these in the future for sure
1: yeah um one more thing i want to say i tried it again on the airpods max and i ended up disabling the setting once again automatic device switching i really don't like it it's so hit or miss it just annoys me to no end that every time i'm scrolling twitter for example Oh On my iPad. I see the little notification. Audio switched back.
2: But there are some apps that are bad. That's the problem. Apps like Twitter are bad. I don't care though, right? I'm like not saying like that. That's not a reason to be annoyed. But like, I I experienced this. Twitter is the biggest culprit for me of an application that tries to grab my audio, and I don't know why. I don't know why it's doing it.
1: Yeah. And also, I don't. I-
2: great it's a great feature it is a genuinely very good feature it is a
1: very great feature but it happens so frequently like yes lately i was talking to alex um in the Mac story slack and he mentioned like i wasn't on a, on a on a phone call with my mom and i was using the airpods but then something played on my ipad and the audio switched back and like the whole call like switched to a different audio app was like yeah, yeah, I totally get it. Like uh, that, that sort of thing also happened to me where, where it's like it's trying to be helpful, but sometimes like I still prefer the manual control, you know, like also I, I don't have those kinds of interruptions where like my source of audio needs to be constantly switching from one device to another. Like if I'm listening to a podcast, it's fine. I'm going to connect from my iPhone and then I'm going to start listening. And then later, if I'm sitting down on my iPad and I want to listen to music, then I'm going to manually connect from there. So I tried it within a few minutes. I saw those notifications come in again and I disabled it right away. Also, I guess one more, more thing and then I'm done. I'm still getting, even though I have set up an iPhone 12 Pro, and yesterday, an iPhone 12 Pro Max, restored from backups, of course. That issue of having iOS ever so helpfully turning down my headphone
0: volume. <laughs> I, thought, I thought we learned that was an EU thing.
1: No, but it doesn't happen to me. So basically, I have this bug that is following me around across iCloud backups and restores because I know for a fact that this is a setting that you can disable in settings and in health. And I have done that. I Every day, I open the page and I look at it to have visual confirmation that the setting is disabled, However, it keeps wanting to lower my headphones' volume. you
0: got to restore your phone.
1: I think I will have to, honestly, at some point. Yeah. Because every, every 30 minutes or so, my headphones' volume is turned down because the EU thinks that I'm going to kill my ears otherwise. But And Apple agrees. But really, I don't care. And it's a setting that I disabled, but it doesn't care about the fact that it's turned off. It keeps happening. And all the solutions that people sent me never worked.
0: I think that does it. If you want to find links to stuff we spoke about, head on over to the website, relay.fm slash connected slash 325. While you're there, you can send us an email with feedback or follow up. You can also become a member and get Connected Pro, which is a longer ad-free version of the show each and every week. You can find us online. You can find Michael on Twitter as I M Y K E. Mike hosts a bunch of other shows here on Relay FM. Mike, what, uh, what do you have going on this week?
2: Uh, I would recommend that people go and check out the yearly themes episode of Cortex, um, which is episode 110, which is a big episode that we do every year. And then go and buy a theme system journal at CortexMerch.com.
0: You can find Federico on Twitter as Vitici V-I-T-I-C-C-I. He is the editor-in-chief of MaxStories.net. Federico, I have a question for you. Okay. What is your favorite smell?
1: (laughs) You. Really?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I told you I was going to do easier ones.
1: Favorite smell? Uh Mm Uh-huh. Like, honestly? Yeah.
0: You know, like, freshly
1: baked cookies. Can I give you a top three? Sure. Well, no, so by far a top first place is um, my dog um, Zelda's smell. Like she, she has a like, a, 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 like she smells great, honestly. Like even though like it's not like she takes a bath every day, but she just naturally has a very sweet smell that both Sylvia and I, we absolutely love. So that's my favorite.
2: It's kind of funny, really, that you have a dog called Ginger and it's the one that doesn't smell as good.
1: Right? It's funny. Ginger just doesn't smell. You she's, need to swap their names. Just swap their names. She's pretty uh, smell neutral. Does, Zelda,
2: does Ginger carry a, a sword?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. No. <laughs> um. Although she beat me the other day, so there you she, go. She is Adventurer. Um, uh, so, uh, then I would say, um, well, I do, I do love um, fresh, freshly baked pizza. It's a very
2: good smell. Mm-hmm. I think. Is there a particular? I mean, because different pizzas are going to smell different. So
1: yeah, does that pineapple on here? it? Yeah. No, I, I meant real pizza.
2: No, but pizza has pizza has different ingredients. It has different toppings. Right, right, but only one of them is real. Wait, so you only eat one type of pizza? No,
1: I mean Italian pizza. The smell no, of Italian,
2: Italian pizza. Italian pizza isn't one ingredient. Uh, no,
1: just standard margarita. That's a drink.
2: There you go. That's the I'm answer I'm looking for. And yes. I also just want to say for the record, they have different pizzas, different types of food in different places. And uh, that is my belief. You, you have Italian pizza, you have American pizza,
1: they're both great. No, you have pizza, which is the default one, which is Italian. Then then you have the international variations of it. Okay. And your third favorite you d- smell? You don't call it Italian pizza, third, just call it pizza. Third, favorite uh, smell? third smell is, um, in the winter, the smell of of the uh, roasting chestnuts on the fire. You know, inside, you have like a little fireplace. Do people place. actually do that? I thought that was just I, in I, the song. I do. People we do, do it? We do it.
2: I see street vendors do it in the UK.
1: Oh, in Rome as well, they do yeah. it. Uh, yeah, but you can do it inside. on a, If you have a fireplace, you can do it. Um, and We do. And it smells great. Like, I think in general, roasting anything on, you know, meat, chestnuts, like anything really just. And it's both the smell and the sound, you know, the crackling sound of it. Yeah. It's a multi, what would you call it? Multi-sensorial experience, I guess. mm mm-hmm.
0: You can find me on Twitter as ISMH, and uh, tomorrow I will be making the PowerBook G4 very fast with an SSD over on Twitch. So if you're around, come check that out. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week. They are Hover, MacWeldon, Weldon, and Pingdom. Until next time, guys, say goodbye. Arrivederci. Cheerio. Bye, y'all.